And good evening, Hampton Roads. Welcome to another edition of Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison DeBrill, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors. We come to you live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. Dialogue with you. Take your calls. If you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation, then this is your forum to discuss. All we need is your first name, city you're calling from. And no matter what Allison and I are talking about, if it's important to you, then it's important to us. We'll get you right on air. 627-7979. That's 757-627-7979. Wealthway Financial Advisors is the proud sponsor of Dollars and Common Sense. We are an independent registered investment advisor, which means we're legally held to a fiduciary standard to put our clients' interests ahead of our own in any business dealing. And that's the way it should be when you work with a financial advisor. As the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. So by design, we can't work with everyone. We work with a relatively small group of high net worth individuals. But that's one of the reasons we feel so strongly about coming here every second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. That's to reach out and help as many people in the Hampton Roads listening area as we can achieve your measure of financial success. Because it is a core belief at Wealthway Advisors that the overwhelming majority of people in this country have the opportunity for financial security if they choose it as a choice. Because it takes some time, it takes some effort, and it takes some knowledge. We are here to help. You got to take that first step, though. Pick up the phone, give us a call, 627-7979. Whether you want to talk about anything having to do with the investment markets, the economy, insurance products like life insurance, health insurance, property casualty, taxes, tax planning, tax reduction strategies, retirement planning, retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, TSP, IRA, Roth IRA, mortgage options, or Social Security claiming strategies, and estate planning, wills and trusts. All that and more falls under the umbrella of personal finance. We are here to discuss tonight, 627-7979. Good evening, Allison. Good evening. Happy voting day. Voting Happy day. Uh, daylight savings time, which you know nice. I'm already adjusting to, dang it. It's nice and dark. <laughs> I was hoping I would like pop out of bed at 5 a.m. for a few more days, but it's mm. uh, I'm already adjusting, yeah. unfortunately. Right, it's voting day, so everybody should know that by now, and just about everybody should vote. When, when do the polls close Seven. there, Mike? Seven? Oh. Yep, seven. So fifty more minutes. Yeah, yeah. So close at seven here in Virginia. Get those votes in now. Get the votes in while they count, and uh, we'll let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight we want to talk about uh, proactive year-end planning. So as planners, we try not to be last minute, like all you last minute voters out there. We try to be proactive, not wait for the last minute because that's when mistakes get made or that's when things sometimes get expensive. So we want to throw some ideas out today about things that you should be paying attention to before December 31st, which is fast approaching. Someone told me like, I don't remember, but the number of days until Christmas was very short very short uh well it's less than two months so yeah you better get going on my christmas present that's <laughs> oh, for sure you better hope i got you all right then. but before we <laughs> jump into year-end uh 
planning, uh, financial planning, and moves to make before the year end. As promised, when we get the caller on the line, we're going to jump in and speak with that caller. We're going to go to Virginia Beach right now and speak with Paulette. Good evening, Paulette. You're on Dollars and Common Sense. Thanks for the call. Hi, good evening. I had two questions, but the uh, interviewer didn't, I didn't get a chance to tell her the, the second one. The second question was, what is the minimum that you take for your accounts at Wealthway? Okay, well, the second question is, we don't have a minimum uh, account size for the people that we work with. Now, we do have a minimum fee, and so if your assets aren't of a reasonable enough amount, then usually as we go through the introductory process, uh, we will inform you of that, and if we think there's a more cost-effective solution for you, then uh, we would make recommendations. But technically, we have no minimum asset size. Okay, so so you couldn't say is it two fifty five hundred seven fifty a million? You 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 really can't say. Uh, well, uh, there is we have no asset minimum. We have a minimum fee. Uh, no, I, minimum. Uh, okay. What is then? What is the minimum fee? Yeah. Okay. Then it's uh, one thousand two hundred fifty dollars a quarter, or five thousand okay. dollars a year. And when we do the math on okay. that, if the asset size is a relatively modest means and your situation is simple, then we will, you know, pass you along to more cost-effective means. Okay. The second question is, or the first question was, um, I, I've heard a lot of talk that on December 13th, uh, the government is going to go to a digital dollar. What? Have you heard about that, and what do you think? On what date? I think it was December 13th. Well, I've not heard that. Um, I'm not, I haven't even heard that there's anything confirmed about the nation going to a digital dollar. No, the Fed is talking about implementing something like that, but I think they're still in the very beginning stages of formulating that. Yeah, right. And if and and by digital dollars, are you referring to like um, cryptocurrencies? No. All of our all of our assets would be wiped out, and we would be it would be just like China. We would have social credits, and depending on our what we do or don't say and all that, that is how we would have in, any money. Hmm. I mean, it, it's crazy, but it, it is in, it's been in the works. There's a lot of information out there on this. And I was just wondering if you'd heard anything and what your opinion was of it. Yes, yeah, so far, I, I believe the Biden administration has tasked the Federal Reserve with looking into the potential of creating a digital currency, but that um, would take, I think, a fair amount of time and effort before anything would be implemented. And it's not my understanding that that would completely replace the fiat system. It would be in addition to, is my understanding. And I can't conceive of a world where it would wipe out the existing value of assets, whether they be monetarily or real estate or, or securities or that type of thing. I certainly hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... 
hang my hat on what you're saying. Okay. You're right. <laughs> all right, Paulette. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good news. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so. Thank you so much. Okay, Paulette. Thanks for the call. Six two seven seven nine seven nine. If you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation, jump on the phone lines and give us a call. All right. Tonight we want to talk about proactive year-end planning and what you need to look out for before December 31st that is fast approaching. And one of the big ones is your savings. So we talk all year long about maximizing your savings opportunities. Well, if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, you still have time to stock away some money in some tax-advantaged vehicles. So, for example, 401k contributions. 401k contributions or employer-sponsored retirement plan contributions have to be made via payroll deduct, so from your paycheck, a deduction from your paycheck, and they have to go into the account by December 31st. So if you haven't maximized your 401k plan, there still is a little bit of time to significantly increase your contributions. You just have to probably reach out to your HR and pull some levers to to make that increase. Yeah, sometimes um, if the circumstances permit um, and we find that a client can sort of um, backload a lot of 401k contributions, in other words, they probably underwithheld throughout the course of the year uh, and they have a few more paychecks left and more room to contribute uh, we see if they can like max contribute their entire like contribute their entire paycheck to the 401k plan or and when i say 401k plan that's a proxy for tsps and 457s and 43bs and so on and so forth uh, but if you have enough savings built up over the course of the year. You can live off that savings while you put the entirety of your paycheck into your company-sponsored retirement plan if your human resources and payroll department will allow it. So when we're talking about 401k contributions, the limits for 2022 are for a typical employee is $20,500. But if you're older than 50, you can contribute an additional 6500 as a catch-up. So maybe you've already been doing your regular contributions. Maybe you've maxed that out, but you're over 50 and you haven't taken advantage of your catch-up. Well, there's still time to do it. You just have to do that through payroll. And that can be in traditional, so pre-tax money. That means you take a tax deduction today and that... The, the funds will be taxable in retirement, or it could, some employer-sponsored plans offer Roth options, which are after-tax contributions, which would then be tax-free in retirement. So you may have the ability to switch between pre-tax and after-tax contributions to kind of build both buckets and have flexibility. All right, we're going to step aside, take a short break. We're going to be right back after these messages. If you want to jump in on this conversation, year-end uh, financial planning moves to make, or if you've got any questions concerning your own personal financial situation, give us a call, 757-627-7979. She's Allison. I'm Kevin. You're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS.
And welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison DeBrill, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up online at Wealthway Advisors. Dot com. All right, we're talking about uh, year-end financial planning moves to make. But before we get into more of that, we got a caller on the line. This time we're going to go out to Chesapeake, speak with George. Good evening, George. You're on Dollars and Common Sense. Hi there. Nice to hear you. Uh, nice. Thanks for having me on. Oh, um, by the way, uh, here at Chesapeake, I'm a procrastinator, so I can I know this. You're in line at 7 o'clock, okay? You're they, so they will still let you usually let you vote. They're very nice about that. Oh, okay. you know, don't, don't try to get, yeah, don't try to get in the line after 7, but if you're in the line, they will usually let you vote. They've been very good about that. Okay, okay. so it's sort of like some overtime. In line yeah, by o- 7. Overtime voting. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right, well, here's another procrastination. Uh, it used to be, I think, in the past, if you had an IRA, you had to get minimum required dis- distributions at like 70 and a half. But didn't they change it to 72? You got it. That's exactly right. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to have that done by the – I turned 72 in June, so I need to have that done by the end of the year. Is that correct? Yes, in theory, that is correct, that required minimum distributions have to be taken by December 31st. However, because you just turned 72 this year, you get a little bit of a grace period. You actually have until the end of the year following the year you wow. turn 72 oh, to nice. take the distribution. But there's a caveat. If you wait until next year, then, George, that means next year you really have to take two because you'd have to take the distribution for 2021 and the distribution. Oh, I messed up my years. You'd have to take the distribution for 2022 and 2023 next year. And so we don't really recommend that unless there's a good reason to do that. And there's rarely a good reason to do that. I think what they put that in place for is people who woke up one day, realized they're 72, had to start taking required minimum distributions. <laughs> or and, didn't realize and they were missed 72. It. Yeah, right. Or, or didn't realize it, missed it. Uh, then there's a little grace period there for that first one. Yeah, I was just celebrating the fact that I was 72. So anyway, so... Um, yeah. Um, also, can I if if I take that this, this distribution and send it to a, a qualified charity, would those be tax deductible? Gosh, you're asking great yeah, questions, look at you, George. George. You're hitting all the points I wanted to hit today. Thank you. Um, you are talking about the strategy of a qualified charitable distribution. So when you take funds out of an IRA or 401k or retirement account and send them directly to a charity as a qualified charitable distribution, it is not included in taxable income. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. So that makes it a more a fit, more tax efficient way of contributing to charities. That's exactly what I'll do. And, and listen, thanks, Kevin and Allison. I really appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, George, thanks for the call. We appreciate you. 757-627-7979. If you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation, give us a call. Yeah, so while we're on the topic of charitable donations from IRAs or 401ks or 
qualified retirement plans, <clears throat> they those distributions do count towards your required minimum distribution. And as long as they go directly to charity, they're not included in your taxable income. But uh, there's a little bit of administration with that because you have you still have to collect your receipts from charity and you have to make sure that you let your tax preparer know about this because it will look like it was a taxable distribution. You'll typically get a tax form that says it was a taxable distribution and it's up to you as the taxpayer to make the proper notations on your tax return showing that it should be excluded from taxable income. Yeah, and we have uh, special checks, checkbooks that we set our clients up with who want to make uh, charitable contributions directly from their IRA. That helps make that administration uh, a little bit easier. But just know that, like Allison said, there is a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes work involved in order to ensure you get the maximum tax break. But typically worth it because most people, I think 90% of Americans now take the standard deduction. So if you're just taking the money into your bank account and then making your charitable donations and then you're adding them up, you're probably not going to itemize. So you're not getting really any deduction for those donations. Making the donation directly from your retirement account allows you to get that deduction right off the top of your income and enjoy the standard deduction. So you can really increase your tax benefits this way. Yeah, so essentially that distribution from the IRA, because it went directly to a charity, doesn't show up as ordinary income. And so you are never taxed on it as long as you make sure you do your record keeping and bookkeeping properly. Right. So if you are charitably inclined and you have not taken your required minimum distribution for the year, consider making your distributions directly out of your retirement account. You'd have to get in touch with the custodian. So whoever is custodying, whoever is the custodian of your money and see what would be involved with making that happen. And we recommend doing that this month. So you don't want to wait until the end of December because the charity has to cash the check and that takes time. Yeah, the check needs to clear your IRA account by December 31st in order for it to count for the current tax year. And so, you know, there's mail, there's getting to the charity, there's opening an envelope, there's sitting on someone's desk, there's getting it to the bank, then it's clearing your account. So um, you want to pretty much have that check to the charity by the end of November or the first week of December at the latest in order to ensure that, you know, you get proper, proper credit for it. All right, we're talking about uh, year-end tax planning strategies. If you want to jump in on the conversation, if you have uh, questions or comments relating to your own personal financial situation, give us a call, 757-627-7979. For more information about us, you can always check us out online at wealthwayadvisors.com. Once there, you can request an information packet, find out what it's like to work with us, or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at wealthwayadvisors.com. Dot com. Just go to the contact page, put your name and address in the dialog boxes, select the appropriate drop-down menus, and we'll get that information out to you later on this week. And that's all we will use your name and address for, just to send you the information that you request. All right, we're going to step aside for the news here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to be right back in a few minutes. 
Give us a call. Studio line 757-627-7979. She's Allison. I'm Kevin. You're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNI. And welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison DeBrill, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up online at WealthwayAdvisors.com. Once there, you can request an information packet to find out what it's like to work with us or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at WealthwayAdvisors.com. Just go to the contact page, put your name and address in the dialog box, select the appropriate drop-down menu, and we'll get that information out to you later on this week. That's all we will use your name and address for is just to send you the information that you request. Or if you've got some more nuanced questions, want to speak to a live human being, give us a call at the office, 456 2200. Want to remind everybody, our next show, our next live show, will be in two weeks on Tuesday, November 22nd at 6 p.m. as usual. But if you can't catch us live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month or our rebroadcast, which is on Saturday morning following this show, then get the show as a podcast. Download Dollars and Common Sense wherever you get your podcast. Take us with you wherever you go and listen at your leisure. And for those of you into social media, so are we. We are on Facebook and LinkedIn. Search for Wealthway Financial Advisors. Hit that old like button. And a couple times a week, we put up an informative and interesting financial planning post to keep you engaged. All right, tonight, talking about some year-end planning strategies that you still have some time to make. If you want to jump in on the conversation or have any questions about your own personal financial situation, give us a call in studio line 757-627-7979. Yeah, at the top of the show, we were talking about maxing out 401k contributions. So if you have room to go on 401k contributions, then this is a great time. Uh, you can contribute up to $20,500 a year through your payroll. And if you're over 50, you can add on top of that another 6500 for $27,000 total. That can go tax-deferred into a company-sponsored retirement plan. And uh, we haven't really touched on the market too much right now, but we do seem to get this question a lot. Is now a good time to invest? Yes, this is a great time to ramp up your investing if you're in the accumulation phase because you, the market is down in a temporary decline and so essentially you are buying shares on sale and so anybody who has any extra cash lying around we would typically encourage to put that money to work for you yes although it can feel uncomfortable at the time um, now if you are if you are contributing to your company retirement plan keep doing it if you have the ability to increase the amount that you are contributing to your retirement plan this is an excellent time to increase what you are putting into your uh, retirement plan and if you haven't started then now is a great time to start so yes this is buying low this is what buying low feels like um and 
why most people left to their own devices tend not to do investing optimally. This is a great buying opportunity. We are excited when we get to add new client money to the market in these types of situations. And you're not just limited to company-sponsored retirement accounts. Uh, some people may be eligible to make IRA contributions. So that could be a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, depending on your income. Uh, the end of the year is not the deadline for those. You actually do have until the tax filing deadline uh, probably April 15th, give or take a day, depending on the year. So you, you have a little bit more time, but if you already know you're, you want to do it and you have the funds ready, then the sooner the better, really, because that's just more time getting tax sheltered growth. Right. And time and is your biggest asset. Yes, and it, and it doesn't have to be through a company retirement plan. You right. can d directly invest in mutual funds at Vanguard, or you can open up a brokerage account at uh, Schwab or Fidelity and uh, contribute just after-tax money as well. And almost any savings is good savings, and now is a great time to be adding to your investment portfolio. Okay, going to take a uh, time out here for a caller. We have Bill in Smithfield. Good evening, Bill. You're on Dollars and Common Sense. Hi. Uh, so my question is, if I retire and I have traditional 401k with also Roth contributions in there, can I just take part of that out and roll it into an already existing uh, Roth IRA and still leave the traditional there so I can take it? between 55 and 59 and a half without problems? That's a great question, Bill. Um, so you're saying you have some pre-tax money and some after-tax or Roth contribu contributions all in the same company-sponsored retirement plan right now? Correct. And you're wanting to preserve the ability to take penalty-free withdrawals? The, the, yeah, the after 55, yeah. 55 and 59 and a half, yeah. How old are you, Bill? Just out of curiosity. Excuse me? How old are you? Uh, 54. 54. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yes, it's a great question. When you contribute pre-tax money and Roth or after-tax money in a company-sponsored retirement plan and it all goes into the same bucket, you know, how best maximize those different tax-treated dollars? And... You do typically want to separate the after-tax or the Roth money out of that account at some point and get it into the Roth IRA because Roth IRAs are not subject to required minimum distributions, but all of the funds in a 401k or a company-sponsored retirement plan are subject to required minimum distributions. So your custodian, whoever is the custodian of the account, should be able to take instruction from you to move the after-tax or Roth money directly to a Roth IRA and keep it in that tax-protected wrapper. But it will depend on... there will on, be no tax consequences for doing that? Not if it's done directly. It, it should be done directly from the current custodian to the new custodian or... If they insist on issuing you a check, you would have to make sure you get it into the Roth IRA within 60 days. There's a 60-day rollover time 
Uh, all right. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Bill. That a lot of complexity there. Yeah, it's not uncommon. We're finding it more common, I should say, uh, that uh, company retirement plans offer a Roth component to it, which is contributions of after-tax dollars. And there can be some great planning opportunities with um, Roth 401ks or uh, retirement plan assets. Right. I just, you don't maximize those unless you eventually separate those funds out. So Bill was thinking exactly mm-hmm. right, where you want to separate out the after tax into a Roth when you retire or before you start making withdrawals and keep that protected going forward because that's tax free. But what he was saying was he didn't want to close his 401k and mm-hmm. move the whole thing to an IRA because some. 401k plans allow you to start withdrawals before 59 and a half without penalty. If you move it to an IRA, and we are getting really technical, <laughs> you can't withdraw without penalty before 59 and a half. So it's complex. I mean, like everything mm-hmm. in our tax code. Mm-hmm. And that's why we always recommend being very careful when you start withdrawing or moving money and we of course advise working with a certified financial planning professional that can help you avoid any major missteps which could be big tax bills all right talk about some year-end financial planning moves while we still have a almost a couple months left to go and you still might have some opportunity to uh, work on a few things to maximize all your opportunities for 2022 and set yourself up for a good 2023. So if you want to jump in on this conversation or give us a call about your own personal financial situation, jump on the phone lines, give us a call 757-627-7979. We're going to step aside, take a short break. We're going to be right back after these messages. She's Allison. I'm Kevin. You're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM 790 WNIS. And welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison DeBril, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up online at WealthwayAdvisors.com. You can request an information packet or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at WealthwayAdvisors.com. Or you can always give us a call at the office, talk to a live human being, 757-456-2200. Our next show will be in two weeks on Tuesday, November 22nd at 6 p.m. as usual. But if you can't catch us live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m., then get this show as a podcast. Download Dollars and Common Sense wherever you get your podcasts. Take us with you wherever you go, whether you're walking your dog on the Elizabeth River Trail or maybe taking a jog at the uh, Virginia Beach Boardwalk. Oh, you walk your dog? If I had a dog, I would walk my dog (laughs) on the Elizabeth River Trail. Oh, that's from my farm. Nice. I was going to say where I would properly allow my dog to run free (laughs) and roam in the wild. This is if you haven't heard, Kevin will not get a dog until he lives on a farm. Right. Where a dog would have freedom to move. 
comfortably throughout and, its life. Okay, that's very nice. And similarly, we are not allowed to have an office dog until our office <laughs> is on, on a farm. A farm. So then I'm not saying no. I'm just saying <laughs> under the right conditions, we will have a dog. Okay, I don't know how we got on this topic, but uh, back to year-end planning. Um, a lot of it centers around tax. If you haven't maximized your 401k savings, you still have time to do so. You can still make IRA contributions. We touched on required minimum distributions earlier on in the show with George, but I thought it'd be worth circling back to that because that's a big one. It does affect a lot of people. So to give you kind of a rundown, if you have any a pre-tax 401k, TSP, 403bs, traditional IRAs, uh, most retirement accounts other than a Roth IRA are subject to annual required minimum distributions once you turn the age 72. And you have to take a certain amount out of your account once you turn 72. The amount that has to come out is calculated each year, so it will change. It's based on the account balance as of December 31st of the prior year, and it's based on your life expectancy. So there's a whole table and how you calculate this. Um, it's roughly 3.65% of the account when you have to start at age 72. And then it goes up. The older you get, the more, the higher the percentage of the account that has to come out of its tax-protected wrapper. Now, you don't have to spend what comes out of the IRA, but you do have to withdraw it. It will be taxed as ordinary income. Um, we have our clients set up with automatic federal and state withholding limits, so that gets um, taken out for them, and then the net amount, what's left over, is deposited into their bank account for spending, or it can be reinvested into a brokerage account if they don't need the funds right away. We transfer it over to an investable brokerage account, just turn around and reinvest that cash and save it for a rainy day in the future. And as we talked about earlier in the show, it also can be donated. Yes, so you can spend it, you can reinvest it, or you can donate it. But it does have to come out of the IRA wrapper because... The IRS wants its tax revenue. And if you don't take it out, uh, if you don't take all of it out on time, the penalty is steep. It is 50% of what should have come out. So if you had a $10,000 required minimum distribution that you failed to take, then you will suffer a $5,000 IRS penalty on that amount. So it's not something you want to miss. Right, and um, if you have inherited an IRA, you also may be subject to required minimum distributions. Now, there's been a whole bunch of confusion about this in recent years because there was a big law change that took place at the end of 2020. So anyone who inherited an IRA after the year 2020 is... Uh, <laughs> navigating some really confusing uh, information out of the IRS right now. It's really not clear exactly how they should proceed. But you, if you inherited an IRA after 2020, 
we would recommend checking. Hopefully you're working with a financial advisor. They can guide you on what you need to do. Or if you're not working with an advisor, your custodian should be able to guide you on whether you need to take an annual required distribution or not. It depends on whether your relationship to the original account owner. It depends on how old you are. There are a lot of different factors and it gets very complicated. But just know that you might have to do something. So you should figure out what it is. Yeah, and that applies to inherited Mm -hmm. IRAs. So these are not IRAs in your own name. These are ones that you inherited because you were a beneficiary of an IRA, such as from your parents or uh, an aunt or an uncle or something like that. So if you inherited an IRA, that's where the tax code, as drafted by your friends in Congress, was not was not very clear, and therefore the IRS, which administers the tax code, is struggling with giving the proper guidance and making the proper regulations around how the money should be distributed out of inherited IRA accounts. And we are hearing conflicting information among different um, custodians and some experts on how they think it should be done. So uh, it is kind of a a mess right now, but just be on guard and realize you, you probably have to distribute something. Yeah, and not this doesn't relate directly to year-end planning, but I guess on the note of inheritance, if you inherit a retirement account, we would really recommend getting some help and some advice because there are definitely there can be tax consequences and there can be optimal strategies depending on like I said your age your relationship to who you inherited the account from Uh, there are different things that can be done and there are pros and cons to different strategies so uh, just don't just cash it out and put it in the bank. Talk to someone first. Oh, right. Yeah, that would. Th- <laughs> yeah, that's probably the like the last thing you want to do. You have a great gift with inherited IRA, um, but taking it, withdrawing all the money out in one tax year is probably the least advantage and the most expensive way of dealing with the uh, with the inheritance. And there are other opportunities that you can allow the gift to stretch out uh, for a significant amount of time, take advantage of the power of investing, and turn whatever the inheritance was into a lifetime income stream um, if you handle it properly. Mm -hmm. So a little off topic, but um, always something to be on the lookout for if you find yourself in receipt of of a new inheritance. So year-end Strategies are always best when done proactively instead of reactively. That's why we're trying to talk about this in November, not on December 31st. Uh, You still have opportunity to max out your 401k, to contribute to your IRAs. One thing we didn't mention was health savings account. That's our, our probably our preferred savings vehicle before anything because it is triple tax advantage. So if you are eligible for a health savings account, which means you have a qualified high deductible health plan, then we would recommend considering making a health savings account contribution. Uh, You typically have until the tax filing deadline to do so, so it's not a December 31st thing, but again, it's the case of the earlier you get the money in that tax-protected account, the more you can benefit, the more time it has in the tax-deferred wrapper. 
And a note on the tax filing deadline. I think uh, we got a few extra days oh, again in look. 2023. I think the official date is April 18th now. It hasn't been on the 15th in like four years. You sound disappointed by I that. I don't know why. I just, I <laughs> personally just like to know the what certainty day it's on. Of right. It. I like certain structure, you know me. order, I like black and white, no gray. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me when it is and I'll do it. Right. <laughs> so we got a few extra days uh, for tw uh, filing 2022's taxes. Uh, we have uh, till April 18th in 2023. And we'll talk about all those things as those deadlines approach because I'm, I'm sure there will be more procrastinators that will need to hear it, but you don't have to wait. In fact, do it now. Do it before you blow it on extravagant Christmas spending or something. Unless it's on me. <laughs> something unnecessary. Uh, pay yourself first. I know it sounds... Is contrite the trite, right word? Trite. trite. <laughs> sounds trite, but this is your opportunity to pay yourself first to get your savings in before the end of the year, before you end up um, going overboard on all those Christmas gifts. And then we will be kicking things off in January talking about 2023 contribution limits because they did go up a little bit because of inflation. So naturally, we all have more to save, right? Because right. of inflation. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the regular 401k contribution is going up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And IRAs. So you can contribute, let's see, more to a 401k. It has increased from 20500 to 22500 for 2023. Lots of numbers there. And um, you, your IRA contribution next year can be 6500 versus the 6000 for this year. So Yeah, for those 50 and over. So that means a total of $30,000 now you can put away. And, and it's not just 401k plans. Again, this goes for TSP, Thrift Savings Plans. It goes mm -hmm. for 457 plans. It goes for 403Bs as well. So we'll be talking about that. We'll kick things off in the new year with, you know, how to get your financial, your finances in shape. For 2023. Yes. Yes. All right. That's all the time we have for today. We, uh, we will be back in two weeks on Tuesday, November 22nd at 6 p.m. In the meantime, for more information about us, check us out online at WealthwayAdvisors.com. You can request an information packet to find out what it's like to work with us or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at WealthwayAdvisors.com. And if you can't catch this show live every second, fourth Tuesday, get us as a pop podcast download dollars and common sense wherever you get your podcast for Allison Debril I'm Kevin Zivna you've been listening to dollars and common sense on AM 790 WNIS the preceding program was sponsored and paid for by Wealthway Financial Advisors we are solely responsible for its content